You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thank you all. Daily Joe Ojo, Jaren Hawks are with you on a Wednesday, presented, of course, by Bet MGM. The voice there of Mike McCarthy as he gets ready for a date with the 49ers on Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. Cowboys right now, we can start there with the line movement in these games. The Cowboys are three-and-a-half-point underdogs in this game. If if I am correct on this, and, and guys, obviously you guys talked about it yesterday, the, the movement on the game. Have we come down from four? Have we come from yep. four to three-and-a-half here in this game? Yep, All right, let, let's talk through this. Why do we think this is happening? There's, there's, there's some obvious things working against the Cowboys here. Some clear, obvious things. I mean, they have basically 48 hours deficit in terms of preparation for this game. I mean, that, that's, that, that feels like there's a pretty big deal. And it's, uh, we're going the other way, though. Right? The Niners finished their game on Saturday, and the Cowboys finished their game Monday night. It's also going to be the Cowboys' fourth consecutive road game. So that feels to me like a pretty big deal. Four straight road games now for Dallas. Short week for Dallas. Obviously, road game for Dallas in San Francisco. I thought that would go the other way. Why do we think it's coming towards the Cowboys? Well, we were expecting closer to six, right? And right. it was there. So, yeah. It was four and a half, and it came down to four. Now three and a half. Uh, there's a prominent uh, book that has it at three right now, a juice mm. three, which I can't believe. I can't believe we came this far on this. Boy, so what? what is working against San Francisco? I think it's some things that we've already talked about that Purdy struggled a little bit in the first half, a little bit, but they did bounce back. It's that he hasn't faced a tough defense, and I know they struggled over the last couple of months, but this is a tougher defense, going to be the toughest that he's seen, and facing one of the better quarterbacks. I know Dak has had a bad year with the turnovers. He looked great on Monday, five total touchdowns. No interceptions. Jeez, that's loud. Uh, <laughs> no interceptions. So if you're getting the good Dak, if you're getting the good Dak, like, I think that that's why. And maybe people are just looking at him like, okay, if uh, Dak's not going to turn the ball over, Dallas does have the better quarterback. Yes. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, go ahead, Aaron. Maybe it is just, you know, rookie quarterback versus Dak, but I think the Niners have the head coach advantage. And this is just tricky because Brock Purdy could turn into a pumpkin and just have some crazy turnover type game, or Dak could revert to the dude he was. I mean, I thought it was silly when Mike McCarthy said Mm -hmm. Dak's been so consistent. No, he hasn't. It's just, I I don't know. I have a hard time being on the Cowboys side, but I think I'm just biased and I don't like the Cowboys. So I'm, you know, plus we already decided their kicker has the yips anyway. And one leg. (laughs) One leg. 
Guy <laughs> Southwest are a no hitter. <laughs> we established this in the first hour of the show. Exactly. All right, let me I'm curious if you think this is is more trend or truth because I, I think it's it feels significant if we believe in it. So Cowboys, four straight road game. Last 20 years, only two teams have entered a playoff game on four consecutive road games. Both those teams lost. The six 2015 Steelers lost 23-16 in their game, uh, and the 2009 Ravens lost uh, in the same spot. So they both lost. But here, here's the crazy part: when the game is played. Um, excuse me, forget what I was going to say. Just let's go off what I, the first thing I said. This doesn't happen very often. Four consecutive road games in a playoff game, it's quirky, right? Because you have to end the season on a road trip and enter the playoffs on the road. I mean, it's just, it's weird the way it's just happened to the Cowboys here. Road uh, in Tennessee, in Washington, start on the road, obviously continue on the road here. That just, I mean, don't we do this during the regular season? Don't we always shy away from teams on their third straight road game? And no one ever yep. schedules anyone for four straight, so it's kind of unprecedented. But that I just would think it would make it more difficult. Not only is it Dallas on a short week on top of that, but it's San Francisco with a, a two-day advantage, right? Saturday They played Saturday, and then Dallas played Monday, and now they're going out there, too. And San Francisco stays at home. Yeah. Uh, I, I for, Listen, I made my case. I guess... I understand why. I mean, it's clear, right? The the sharper betters are fading Purdy. That's what it looks like to me. Because otherwise, this number would be much much closer. Unless there's there's a game here, and the game is massaging the number, getting that three, and then hammering San Francisco. Mm. I don't know yeah, what I'm I, missing. I mean, I just feel like Brock Purdy has shown that. The game is not too fast for him. He doesn't look – I don't think he looks that shaky, and he has the best defense in the league no. to overcome things and all the weapons he has with Christian McCaffrey, Devo, Samuel. I I just – I think the 49ers are the right side. I don't know what it's juiced to that three, but I like it. So how much do you factor in when we get this deep into the playoffs and these teams are closer – do you factor referees in history with the teams? I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I did look at it today, like where Sean Hockley is going to be, where, where some of the different refs are going to be. I, did, I took a look at it. I wouldn't say I factored into my handicapping. So this is a Vinovich game, Bill Vinovich. Underdogs mm-hmm. this year in Vinovich games, 11-5 against the spread. He's the most profitable ref for underdogs. And in the last decade, right. obviously he's refed a lot of games. Vinovich has been around a long time. Um, 56.5% road teams for Vinovich. And the Niners have lost Ooh. four of their last five with Vinovich. So, it's, I don't like that. Lost. A team that doesn't lose a lot of games oh, has no. lost straight up four or with five. Vinovich. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, I, I, I thought Felica put it well. I'm not saying I agree with him because uh, I, I would lean the other way, but I thought it was an interesting point and something we've talked about. And, and he put it, put it well. On Twitter, uh, Chris Felica. First, it was Brock Pur- Purdy's first start. Then it was his first road start. Then it was, yeah, but those weren't playoff teams to end the regular season. And then it was first playoff game. Now it's the Cowboys are the first 10-plus win real team he's faced. And next week, it'll likely be, yeah, but it's his first playoff road start. Every week, it's a new first in anticipation of thinking this kid is going to fail. Maybe it's time people stop expecting him to fail and say he's a good player in a great situation. 
Well, the end there is certainly the, I think the way he framed it at yeah. the end, right? That's what it is. He's a good, he's, he's playing well. He's, he might be a good quarterback in a great situation. Well, you know what? He didn't continue to the Super Bowl. If they make the Super Bowl, you know what's going to be there. Well, now he's got to face an elite quarterback. Can he keep up with Josh Allen? Yeah. Can he keep up with Burrow or Mahomes, Mahomes. or whatever? Yeah, that's that'll if they make it there, that'll be that one. Um, I mean, I'm guilty of it. But that being said, I do think he has had moments in these games where it feels like the, it, it's about to go off the, the track a little bit, and then he settles down. They're so good, they make a play, and you kind of forget about it. I do think Aaron at some point he's going to make a couple mistakes. Now maybe they're so good they overcome it, but maybe in the next couple rounds they can't. That's what I think. Like he's just, it just history shows us that eventually a rookie quarterback is going to make some mistakes. We just, we haven't really seen one that never does. And it's just elite from the jump. But if anyone's going to do it, he's just, like I said, with the defense he has, the head coach he has, all the weapons he has on offense, that maybe they can overcome an interception or two. Yeah. And I do think, even if you disagree with it, I do think it's fair to bring up all this stuff. Matchups mean more than anything, especially when you're not one of the elite quarterbacks. And the matchups have favored Purdy, just about every single one of them. Unless you want to point to Tampa Bay and uh, when, when they beat up Tampa Bay, I guess you could. But what do we see Monday? You know, I know the story out of that was Dak. But for me, where I misread the game was all the Bucks' healthy players back on defense. And it was no impact. They were terrible. So maybe we're completely overrating that Bucks defense, and maybe it wasn't as impressive as we thought it was. Yeah, I think that's certainly possible there. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see where the line movement goes. I expect it to be higher, but we're going towards the Cowboys here. Bengals-Bills sitting at four and a half right now up at MGM. I ju- it's very hard for me to see a number that big and not be on Burrow. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just hard. The way the Bills have turned the ball over. I find this one hard to handicap. Because the Bengals' offensive line looks like it could be a disaster. The Bills are at home. You have all the emotion off the game we just were supposed to have on Monday night with DeMar Hamlin, that situation. I don't know. I, I, I find it very difficult to peg this game. I think the Bills are going to win the game. That's all I got. Okay. I'm just – you know what's annoying me right now? Mm-hmm. This constant movement between four and a half and five and a half. Like every minute you look up, it's different. This earlier, a little bit, uh, like right before our show, it was five and a half. Now it's four and a half at BetMGM. It's five and a half at a couple other books. It's five at some. This this movement with all these dead numbers is interesting. That means there's money moving around, but I don't think it's all that significant. What is significant is the total drop, two and a half full points. So there is speculation that win could be a factor in this thing on Sunday. So that that's what I'm paying close attention to right now. But I, I the the number four and a half, five and a half, I don't think there's much of a difference. I do think it's fair. I do think it's a fair number because it makes a lot of sense since uh, the game in Cincinnati that was not played was one and a half, and now you uh, you switch home field. So somewhere in that four and a half to five and a half range, that that makes sense to me. And uh, it doesn't mean that I think Buffalo is the right side, though. I mean, Joe G, I, I've come around, man. The offensive line – I now, we can say that we don't think the Bengals should have won on Sunday night, but also think that the Bengals can cover this spread. Like, both things sure. can be true. 
Um, just because Burrow struggled on Sunday doesn't mean he's going to struggle again against a defense that is not as strong. Uh, the Bills have been an over team of late, and what we saw all of last year was Joe Burrow succeed in spite of being under duress constantly. That's going to be the situation. He's going to have to succeed while, while getting pressured all night. And this Bills defense, do you, do you put them as one of the top pressure teams? Mm, they're not quite there. But So that's going to be – I mean, is Fra- Frazier going to send the guys all night? I don't know. But it, I, it wouldn't shock me if Burrow covers this number, whatever it ends up being. If we get a six, like they're, they're going to get, I think, a significant amount of Cincinnati money. And Joji, uh, yesterday we asked Jason Scott if this could go to six. He's like, yeah, I could see it going to six. Wow. That's I mean, big, you're a half point number. off. Yeah. yeah. So Man. let me throw this out, uh, our second uh, dive into referees in the segment, which I didn't expect, but but here we are. Joe, you mentioned the, uh, the total in this game and how it's dropping. I don't mm-hmm. know if this has anything to do with it. It's probably more weather and wind and all that kind of stuff. But So this game, we're getting Carl Cheffers. He's the referee in this one. He has refed 11 playoff games in the last since 2010. The under in those 11 playoff games with the referee we get in this game on Sunday is 10-1. and one. His games have gone 10-1 yeah. to the under. And included in that, in that group, he was on the Bills-Ravens game two years ago in the postseason. Total was 50. Final score 17 to 3. I don't know how much he has to do with that, but it's just it's just fun. It's just interesting that he's been part of a lot of under games. Maybe he's been part of quarterback injuries, weather. I don't know, right? We have to go through all the games to see what the heck happened there. But that's interesting. He's he's been a ref that, a lot of under playoff games. Maybe that was the reason for the move. A couple maybe. sharp betters took the under looking at that angle because uh as far as the weather, I I've been asked people in Buffalo, they're like is, there's a chance there's some win, but the reports are saying 10 to 20, and we know you've got to get past 20 for it to be impactful to the total. And maybe it's just speculation. It could be a lot of things at work here. Yeah, it could be a combination of both the weather and the refs because we were talking about it live on the show. It was like 50 and a half, and then it was it just kept going down and down, and now it's at 48. Um, and I, I remember being like, is it weather? What is going on right now? So maybe it's the refs. I mean, that is a good point. So mm. here's something to consider. Uh, we got uh, we can go through all the referee assignments this weekend, but Rick Goslin put this up, uh, the longtime NFL guy. Um, so th- this weekend, three of the top five most flag-happy referee crews are working. Cheffer's crew is the number one most flag-happy crew in the NFL. So maybe that leads to unders, right? Penalties, holding, whatever. The, you know, you push people back. That they're number one. Cleet Blakeman's crew two. I think they'll be in Philadelphia. Hockley's crew five, and then Vinovich's crew. Did we talk? Uh, Vinovich is where? See the Niners? Did we? I think he came up already today, right? He has the yeah. least penalties called. So Vin- the Cowboys Niners game is being ref by the, the group with the least penalties called, and the other three are mm. top five and most. It's that time of the year. It's that time of the year. We're starting to talk about the referee assignments. Uh, we didn't talk about yep. that all of last week. I just read it. I'm reading a story right now um, from the Chiefs perspective. They're so happy they didn't get Cheffers because he's, quote, screwed them before. You know, it's it. awesome. Every, every fan base has one ref they think is out for them. It's, 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 this is such an NFL fan base thing. And, yeah, it comes up this week. Ben Brown, Pro Football Focus, joins us next. 